When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. Danny, the London game, the Jaguars go back to their other adopted home and they play Denver. I have a theory on this. You ready? Yeah. I think if the game's in Jacksonville, Russ sits. I think he's so about his brand that it's an international game. He wants to go over there and he wants to play and they're not going to tell him no. And that's why he's doing the Pilates bullshit and the stretches and stuff. And he's wants to, and the pursuit of the brand Russell Wilson, not the player. I think he's just obsessed with stuff like this. This isn't like, Derek Rose in China selling Adidas. Has there been? Oh, I think he looks at it this way. I, I know you're right, but I honestly think his there marketing has there, people has there, has there like, been one. Has there been one story of like NFL player captures international audience because no. of Wembley Stadium game? No, of like, course not. Happens? But I no, but I think he believes in in shit like that. I do. Well, that would be really stupid. But I mean, Danny, look at all of like he is the most artificially created, like corporatized quarterback in NFL history. All the NFL talks, the guy sits next to Roger Goodell at the Super Bowl. You know, he wants to be in the box. He probably wants to own a team someday or get involved with the league in some capacity. I bet he circled I mean, this game yeah, on the calendar the whole year. All, all I'm saying is that if, if he needs to fire his business manager because the NFL doesn't work like that. Like, like that, that, no one, if, if Tom Brady doesn't go to London and we don't get stories about like Tom Brady's jersey is the number one selling jersey in Berlin. Like, that's not, it's not happening for Russ. The Pilates on the plane story is so great because <laughs> it's, it's just so ridiculous. And so clearly, like, it's put out there in a way that is either, like, they are completely idiotic and think it's, like, look how much of a tryhard this guy is. Or it's put out with, like, self-awareness of we're going to make this guy look bad because we don't like him. Like, either option, door number one or door number two, is not good for Russ, dude. But I think he's so oblivious to it, he thinks it's a good thing. I think could he, you imagine being on that plane? Have you ever flown on a team charter? I haven't, but I have seen them. They're just airplanes. <laughs> like, 
You know what I mean? Like people like think that there's like a nightclub in the sky and everyone has their own like three rows and massage. There's 53 dudes on an NFL team, plus a coaching staff and a training staff. It's just an airplane with business class seats. Like you still have aisles. Like if Russell Wilson's a, he's not a small human being, he's small by NFL standards, but like, if someone on your fucking Delta Airlines flight started doing high kicks, they would ground the plane. You'd rather fly with me than him at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know. like it is a it is a ridiculous image to think that Russell Wilson on a on a on a, on a flight from Denver to London that's a like gotta be eleven hours. What a tryhard, or like a ten hour flight. Like it's just so stupid. Yep. Uh, Patriots and Jets, New England's won 12 in a row. You covered that ridiculous game Monday where Belichick tried to play two quarterbacks. Uh, is Belichick ruining Matt Jones, Mac Jones? It's a weird way to handle it. Like, I don't know that you can ruin something that was already bad, right? Like, like I, I don't know that there is saving Mac Jones, but the old adage of, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. They, everybody apparently knew that they were going to play two quarterbacks, that the plan was to play two quarterbacks. Joe Buck came on the show that day and said, I expect to see both quarterbacks. And I rushed to my bet rivers account and bet his Mac Jones is under on pass attempts and complete. Again, text would have been nice. I don't know where that was. I tweeted it. I tweeted it. So now I'm just supposed to always be. Yeah. You have words on for my tweets. That's, but that's not proprietary. I you're supposed to get it to me. It's like insider trading. Yeah, my bad. I made like five hundred bucks on Joe Buck takes. He like he was it was great. It was awesome. Um, but my point is, and then all the reporters said it, and then Belichick didn't do it. Mm-hmm. He just played Zappy. So like, even if the original plan was super unconventional, in theory, both guys knew. It. If Joe Buck knew about it, they must have known about it. And then he throws the terrible pick to to Brisker and Belichick just panics and then just decides to bench him, but then goes right back to yeah. him. It's just, it's just very panicky and unlike the GOAT. So I don't know if he's ruining Mac Jones because I don't think that there was any salvaging Mac Jones. Well, but it's I, weird. I, I, I don't think there was salvage. Like he's he never had, in my opinion, the ceiling of the guy that you drafted. Fields or Lawrence or those guys. But I always kind of felt like he could be maybe Kirk Cousins with more of an appetite for big situations. I always kind of thought he could be that kind of quarterback. Hmm. And I just feel like in a bizarre way, because it's Belichick, the coaching there has just been absurdly bad. From the Joe Judge, Patricia situation. Yeah. They spent all this money on free agents at wide receiver and tight end. And I don't think any of them are any good. They don't draft that position well. Myers is a decent player, but he's not a number one. Defensive coordinators aren't thinking yeah, about stopping Thornton, him. The kid from Baylor hasn't really shown yet. I mean, he had an injury early. No, they should but... have taken Pickens, the kid that the Steelers ended up with. He's a legitimate number yeah. one receiver in the second round. So there were f- four guys winning within six picks, but I forget the order. It was Sky Moore with the Chiefs, Alec Pierce with the Colts, Pickens and Thornton. Pickens went what, 52? And then Wendale and then Wendale Robinson was in there too, wasn't he? A little later. Because well, because the Bears took Brisker, who looks good, 
but it's a box safety. He's been very and that took good. Jones later, right? Yeah, and then four of the next six picks were were those four receivers. Yeah. I, I forget the order of it, but it was yeah. Alec Pierce with the Colts, Sky Moore with the Chiefs, Tyquan Thornton with the Patriots, and and Pickens with the Steelers in in, in some order. And pick Pickens, Pickens and Pierce look like the best ones. And I think I think Moore is in a great spot. I think he will be good. Um, but yeah, Thornton's done the least so far of those like that second round group yeah. of receivers. Um, I but yeah, I thought I thought it was a crazy way to way to handle it. This is the opposite of that, though. Giants Seahawks. I am done questioning whether or not Geno Smith is going to be good. I'm sorry. Geno Smith is good. Do you? I think you picked the wrong time to stop sniffing Geno Smith glue. You think this is a bad week for him? No, I didn't. I didn't say that. But I think this is the. I think now that the Giants, you know, their defensive numbers, it's not like it's a stern test in that way. But. I think let's see now. Walker's amazing. So he has the run game going against the Giants run defense, which is bad. But the Metcalf thing, like you're taking a passing game weapon away from him. And I mean, he only had 210 yards last week. I'm not saying he's going to have 350 yards. They might win on the ground, but like I like the Seahawks in this game. Well, but you got two things working against him here. And I, I, look, I think Seattle's going to win. Okay. But the two things working against him are. Even if Metcalf doesn't catch the ball a lot, he coverage goes to his side. You account for him on every play because he's such a big play threat. And then, dude, Martindale's just going to blitz the shit out of him. I mean, that's what he does to everybody. Yeah, He's just like, whatever, I don't care. I'll send eight guys at you, and let's see how you handle the pressure. Well, so, well, what have we seen from Gino to suggest he won't be able to handle that? I don't think anybody's, I don't think anybody's played him like that yet to that extreme. And I don't think you, you take away Metcalf. So that to me, like. So you like it, the under? Uh, it's Seattle's a low been an over team. But it's a low, what is it, 44 and a half, something like that? Is it a yeah. traditional? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, I could see the under there. I don't see that. I don't see Daniel Jones rushing for 100 yards again. Yeah, I, I. But the Seahawks' run defense is bad. The clock's going to be running a ton in that game. That's what I was thinking. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe it's an underspot. Um, Raiders Saints. Sticking with Dalton. We both and, thought we thought it was Jameis. Yeah. Not surprised. Yes. Okay. Because Word you're two and five, and it's like, don't you have to do something that signals to your team like let's give them some shot in the arm or morale boost. Like this guy was our starting quarterback when he's played early in seasons. We've done well. We've got him back. The division stinks. I'm, I'm surprised. And like, to me, this is one of those things where coaches and general managers and owners all like try to stay in their lane, but there should be big picture organizational intervention. Why would a general manager not say to a coach, we're two and five or whatever it is, right? We're not winning anything. And well, you don't-, don't know that right now with the division. Okay, well, then if they are operating like they think that they can win, then maybe they think that Andy Dalton gives them the best chance to win. And that's at least a debate between Jameis and Dalton. Jameis has a higher ceiling, more boomer bust. Dalton's going to throw fewer picks. 
Dalton's better wow. with Kamara. Jameis is better at throwing the ball down the field to Olave. Like that's a, that's at least a debate. Um, but it, if you are when you're ready to concede that hey, it's sixty forty, but let's go to the guy who's got a ten percent chance of being our QB for the next couple of years, as opposed to the guy that's got a zero percent chance of being our yeah. QB for the next couple of years. That's an obvious Jameis call. So yeah, it's a. It's a questionable decision. Uh, at so, 